glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to look at a um, concerning um, the early morning prayer. We are gathered together at 6 a.m. for early morning prayer. Amen. Glory to God for to give voice to the Lord for our concerns that we may have personally on an individual basis and on a collective basis on the behalf of others. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want to um, look at today a familiar passage to all of us. <clears throat> Glory to God. And I want to um, deal with hearing the voice of God as an intercessor. Hearing the voice of God as an intercessor. Discerning, knowing, perceiving, understanding the voice of God as an intercessor. Amen. And... I'm going to look at John, St. John chapter 10, and I'm going to start verse uh, verse 1, but I'm going to look at uh, a passage um, further down, and I'm going to look, um, I'm reading from another translation, the NSV translation, for the sake of clarity, um, and then I'm going to, okay. Uh, truly, I tell you with certainty, the person who does not enter the sheepfold through the gate, but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a bandit. King James says, verily, verily, I say to you, he that enters not by the door of the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Now, in the Passion Translation, it says, Jesus said to the Pharisees, listen to this eternal truth. The person who sneaks over the wall to enter into the sheep's pen, rather than coming through the gate, reveals himself as a thief coming to steal. Hmm. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In these days, as intercessors, we have to have the discernment of God. Not to hear what we're hearing and judge by what we're seeing and hearing. But the Spirit of God is going to reveal to us what is truth divided from what is not. Verse 2 says, the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. But the true shepherd walks right up to the gate. Now, in the King James, this word door here means a portal or entrance, the opening or closure, literally or physically figuratively, a door or a gate. Many people are vying for the attention of the hearts of people, important people, leaders, spiritual on the spiritual level, on a physical level, on a political level, on a sales level. Everyone is vying for people's attention <clears throat> and they're wanting to come through the door of their hearts. 
through the door of their minds and imaginations. But God is telling us through as intercessors, I'm going to anoint you in such a way where you're going to be able to discern what is the truth and what is not. You're going to be able to discern what is the shepherd and what is of the shepherd and what is of the enemy and what the enemy is bringing to use to deceive, to allure, to ensnare and to entrap and to harm the sheep. Verse three, it is to him, the gatekeeper, it is to him, the gatekeeper opens the gates and it is his voice. The sheep hears, he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. King James says to him, the, the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice and he opened, he calleth his own sheep by their name. Hallelujah. And leadeth them out. Um, the other translation, because the gatekeeper knows who he is, he opens the gates to let him in. And the sheep recognize the voice of the true shepherd, for he calls his own by his name and leads them out, for they belong to him. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit reveals to us who is the shepherd and what is what belongs to the shepherd and our hearts understand it. And then we open our hearts through prayer. We open our hearts through worship. We open our hearts and allow the spirit of God to come in and minister to us. A lot of times in these days, there are a lot of deceiving spirits, a lot of alluring spirits, a lot of deceptive spirits, a lot of tempting spirits that come to tempt, to allure and deceive the people of God. But God is going to anoint us to pray for those sheep who do not know how to discern the voice of God because everything is clouding over them. Everything is vying for their attention. But God is going to give us a supernatural ability to understand what is of God and what is not. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And we're going to be able to pray for the sheep and we're going to be able to pray for the leaders. That they would be have the intelligence and the anointing and the anointment on how to minister to the flock. Whereby the sheep would be protected, preserved, blessed, anointed, and empowered. We're coming into a new realm of warfare, a new realm of fighting, a new dimension. Glory to God. This is warfare. It's not church. (laughs) It's warfare. And God, that's why we have to, it says fight the good fight of faith. And I was thinking about something you said, Mother Teresa, as you were praying, and the Holy Spirit dropped something in my spirit. And the thought dropped in my spirit is that what do we do 
when what does a person do, a leader do, or a parent does when the love, the, the very ones who they, um, how can I say this? Or it, it comes from um, the one you train, the one you taught who was supposed to, to take over. You see them beside you get hit. It's warfare. You had promises in them, but yet you were preserved and, and the other one was hit or taken out. This is warfare. It's warfare. And I think a lot of times we forget this. It's warfare. Is war spiritually on a uh, on a spiritual basis? See the key point. It, it that's this is this is uh, this is another realm of warfare. Of the Holy Ghost. This is warfare. God preserve us alive, and He's preserving us alive. Because we have still much more to do. And people. People get hit for three reasons. People get hit because of ignorance. Of not knowing. People get hit because of not being aware. People get hit because. um, They're in the wrong place at the wrong time. People get hit because the enemy sees a positioning, their enemy positioned where they don't see. Or people get hit because they don't move fast enough or slow enough. People get hit because a soldier um, who, who knows them sells out to the enemy. And allows them to get hit so that either they can move up or some are sacrificed or sacrifice themselves to for the advancement of another. Either the young or the old. It's warfare, and we have to regroup. We will, and many times we'll say why. Many times we say, "How come not me?" When somehow this person has a promising career, a promising life, a pro- but yet they're taken out, and others are left. Sometimes uh, there, there's a song or whatever. The, uh, the young die young the um, young die young and then there's other things we don't know the full gamut of what happens and why some people also give up because they don't see any other way of them being resourceful or useful because they may have lost a limb or they may have lost a loved one 
that they that lifeline is connected to other than Christ. You know, the other, I don't know why I'm going into this, but I, I, I'm a, probably the Holy Spirit brought, and I believe it was the Lord. He brought to my mind the other day, the thought, this, this thought, what is your soul's breaking point? What is your soul's breaking point? And the enemy is vying for us to be broken. And also God is vying for us to be broken. And there's a difference. When God breaks us, breaks us, he brings a resuscitation and a, and, and a reviving so we can have more and expand more of him in us. But when the enemy brings our souls to a breaking point, it causes us to commit suicide in the spiritual realm and death in the natural. And that's why it's so important that the scripture says that we pray for one another daily, encourage one another daily, encouraging ourselves daily, because there are spiritual substances that are released to one another through one another, that life is imparted to one another as we speak. And out of that reservoir of love, hope and faith is released. So we are fed. That's why it's important that each one prays, not so much be silent. I don't, I, I, this coronavirus situation, pandemic situation has brought on a lot of wisdom, a lot of, as well as other things. And God wants us to know that we are not sheep that are, are self um, autonomous where we can do it on our own islands on our own. It's already been proven that most people nowadays are going through mental situations and different other th things like this from this coronavirus, all because of distancing, all because of inhaling their own um, oxygen, because we're, we were never meant to inhale and exhale our own oxygen. We inhale oxygen, we inhale oxygen and exhale carbon, um, carbons, toxic carbons. And once we inhale and exhale both things, the, it has an adverse reaction to the body. So the enemy understands the science, sciences as well as God. And we need a wisdom and an understanding from God that will counteract the works of the devil that has been done. I feel the Holy Ghost. God is getting ready to release a spirit of wisdom and revelation upon us like never before. Our eyes are going to be open and the enemy is not going to like it. And people in certain key positions who have not been instituted there, who have been put there because of either favor of man and not and, and not appointment of God. We're going to truly begin to see and understand the full release of the authority and anointment of God upon men and women of God who have yielded themselves to the Lord. <clears throat> God's going to really open up our eyes spiritually and naturally and give us a boldness, a strength 
a courage and a confidence to be able to confront, to contend, and to conquer in this day, in this hour. We're not coming up against people. We're coming up against systems that have been set in place by the enemy from the spiritual realms that are playing itself out in the natural. And that's why the need is imperative as intercessors that we are connected to the vine, that we're connected to the source, that we're connected to God himself, that we know who we serve and that we're able to pray and intercede on the behalf of the others who are in the forefront. And protect through our prayers those whom God has placed an anointing upon. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that our souls will not be broken by the enemy in the spiritual realm and cause death in the natural realm. See, the key point is this. It's not so much of what goes on in the natural. It's what has happened in the spiritual realm. And the enemy knows, the occultic powers realm knows that it's not the natural realm that we are to, we're dealing with. It's what the spiritual realm is dealing in the spiritual realm. We're just chess pieces on the board of the natural played by the, the spiritual entities in the spirit realm. That's why it's important that we hear God receive and move in obedience to the voice of the Holy Spirit as the Spirit of God is giving to us in our spirit. He's hearing what is going on in the spiritual realm. He already knows he's there, but he's the voice within us through our conscience that we hear. And that's important. That's why it's important that we get, um, Lord, I'm asking for an anointing to bring forth workshops that will teach people how to hear the voice of God in the natural. It's imperative that our hearing is clear, sharp, because the enemy would want to cloud our hearing or our sight. Because if he does, then if what with one false move or one false hesitation, that could cause not only our lives, but the lives of other people. And that's either spiritually or naturally, financially or materially, relationally. Because see, the thing about it is a person doesn't have to die naturally If their influence is taken away, if their credit is taken away, their credibility and reputation is taken away, their good is dead. If people's perception of somebody is tainted and they have influence to smear that person's um, response, um, credibility, then that person is, that's why Jesus said, if you um, if if your salt has lost its flavor or seasoning, their good is dead. 
They're worth nothing. And this is why the enemy, who is the slanderer of the brethren, he wants to slander God's people and he wants God's people to take their tongue and their ability to slander men and women of God and other saints. He knows that if their credibility is taken away, there is their good is nothing. And we have to protect the, the uh, reputation as well as the life of the person. I'm going to have to stop there because it's already um, um, 7.58. But uh, I'm going to continue this because it's necessary. We are t- a guardians of prayer to protect the lives and of, of God's people and even unsaved people that are appointed to salvation. So your prayers, men and women of God, are vital And you are vital. Your body, soul, and spirit are vital in the earth as well as in the spirit realm. Because we live in two dimensions. So on that note, I'm going to stop. And um, ponder what I say. Pray for me that God's truth will continuously, increasingly, maturingly, um be reproduced and as well as many others it's a realm this we're entering into a season of a higher revelation and truth that will set the captive free in jesus name